If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello again, everyone, to another edition of Big Chris Live, the live stream, and then the podcast, which is available in all the usual podcast places, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, my good friend who was on the last episode, episode number 22, Dean Blundell, and DeanBlundell.com, our podcast network hosts and friends, and this episode, as many will be going forward, brought to you by our good friends, our sponsors, our partners, RetroCat.ca. RetroCat Gaming. You can play over 8,000 games from more than 15 of your favorite retro gaming devices on one handheld. Oh, wait, that's Mark Davis. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> right to your door. Shop online today at RetroCat.ca. Or choose same day pickup in the GTA. RetroCat.ca. Let's get nostalgic. All right, we're underway, and our panelists of amateur gamers. We're going to have one pro gamer on tonight, but uh, she had to bail. But uh, perhaps in future episodes, I'm for sure uh, envisioning more video game talk, more gaming talk uh, coming up on the podcast in future episodes. I flashed his uh, picture up there, and by picture I mean the viral meme that he was in. Mark Davis is back on the podcast. We've discussed this meme in previous episodes. This has to do with gaming, though. This is a this had a ripple effect on your life, Mark. Uh, this meme, uh, what is it? She, uh, uh, all she wants to do is play Xbox. What's the caption again? Um, all when you want to talk about your feelings, and all she wants to do is play Xbox, um, <laughs> which is a meme that I think will haunt my existence. It wasn't like. I wouldn't say like grumpy cat levels of viral, but it still pops up from time to time and I end up getting tagged in it. And I'm like, oh, right. And I'm not I'm not with that girl anymore. But, uh, oh, God, I hope she doesn't get tagged in that, too, because it's bad memories for her all around. <laughs> so it, it, it was the end of your relationship, that meme, because she was playing Xbox while you were pretending it, to be dejected. And then you put that into a meme or it became a meme and then it went viral and she got completely ripped to shreds on it, it wasn't media. the it, it wasn't the end but it was definitely um probably one of the biggest events of it yeah. because number one it was so unexpected and number two like yeah we both got ripped apart in the men's humor um men's humor comment section so um like there was her hands people went after her hands right yeah um i think i think like some of the like i read i was reading some comments because i haven't looked at that meme in years until you asked me for it (laughs) and uh like one of the top comments was am i the only person noticing how gigantic the girl's hands are and i'm like oh no oh i remember that i remember that she called me in hysterics when she saw those comments but um yeah no that uh 
I don't know if that's something I'm the most famous for. Then, uh, I guess, <laughs> I guess well, that's my I guess that's my radio career. He also shop. works at radio at 1010 CFRB. Um, speaking of radio, in the uh, bottom of our screen here, we have Matt Vatisse. He does the afternoon program at uh, my home base, Big 101 in Barrie. He's uh, we never ever ever even come close to seeing each other in the hallways. Because he's not on since COVID. <laughs> yeah, not since COVID, but even then, man, you were on what, two to two to six PM? Or you are on two to six PM? Yeah. And uh That's... I guess even before I was doing I was doing swing, so I was still kind of coming in at about eleven. So yeah. I see you sometimes through the office, but not really that much. Mark Davis is sitting there right now being like, Hang on, I I used to I know. To do... I, I was literally gonna say, Oh, that's the new new me, me. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's been a couple more after you, Mark. But yeah, this one actually turned into a full-time gig, which is too bad for you, Mark. Oh, gosh. <laughs> wow, that one. That's Oof. a burn. That's a burn. That one. I felt that one. Thank no, you. Can, uh, thank you both for being on the podcast. And then in the upper left-hand corner, I don't even see his face. He's still playing his games. <laughs> I I should, yeah, I guess I should get on screen here. Sorry. Guys. Yeah. Rev... No, no, no. I want you to leave Banjo Kazooie up the entire time. It's fine. <laughs> Rev is hanging out with us. And Rev is my best friend of all time BFFs. And uh, he even, if you go back, there's a couple of test podcast episodes that we did together where he uh, was helping me test out the gear and get the studio ready. He's the inspiration for this podcast. I've been over that before. But uh, he's also the inspiration for RetroCat.ca. You can, by the way, visit retrocat.ca forward slash big Chris live, big Chris with a K, retrocat.ca forward slash big Chris live, and you'll get 10% off uh, one of these devices. Uh, Rev, what are you playing right now? Is that the brand new one? You said there was one in the mail for you. Yeah, this is the uh, console series X that they have. I'll get you a closer look at it here in just a second. It's uh, just this little device right here. It's like, and it's got, I mean... Well, just a whole bunch of different emulators. I'm playing N64 right now, Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. As you can see, runs and plays fantastically. I'm, I'm just in the first level right now. I have so got... it's it's streaming to your big screen in your living room, right? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's an HDMI connection, and then it's this uh, it's this controller right here that I'm using. It comes with two controllers. It comes with the HDMI cable. It comes with uh, uh, a, uh, basically like a USB dongle. So if you're playing Mario Party for N64 and you want to have four players play it, you can actually play Mario 64 with four players or uh, Mario Party with four players, just like you did back in the day and get those weird blisters on your hands from spinning the analog sticks around. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, let me guess. Okay. Here, when we talk about retro games, I mean, I even mentioned it over 8,000 games, 15 of the most popular classic gaming systems. When you talk about yeah. that, Rev, you have to talk about GoldenEye. Is GoldenEye okay. on there? Yeah, GoldenEye, for sure. Let yeah. me get to that right now. Yeah. So the whole N64 catalog is actually on here. Yeah. And there's right there. So it's that quick. Like you, you switched over from Crash Bandicoot or whatever you were playing there and switched into N64 GoldenEye like that. Yeah, yeah, I can go. Like, I can go. I can go from from Goldeneye back to Crash Bandicoot probably within like twenty or thirty seconds, no problem. And the That's cool sick. thing is, like, it saves just like these games saved, or you can even do flash saves where you can basically just like save in one spot and come back to that spot as well. Like, yeah, you know, it's just like one of the guys said earlier. It's like what a time to be alive. Like this thing is crazy. Yeah, 
Hang on a second. I just got to fix my shirt here, guys. I got that collar from that TV commercial where where they're on a date, yep. and she's like, "And you look very comfortable." And his collar's oh, all yeah, stretched yeah. out. I just want to fix my. <laughs> just want to fucking fix my shirt here. Hang on, I'm self obsessed. Rev, that's uh, you have the other device. Like they've got a whole line, right? So you, what are you collecting them all like McDonald's toys or? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I've got this other one here. This is their uh, this is their Q series. This is the first one I got. Like, look at that, man! It, it's that is so compact too. Yeah, and this thing's got so this thing even connects to a TV. So later on in the podcast, I've got the other TV set up uh, actually on top of my stove. This thing connects to a TV, but it's got a fantastic screen on it as well. Killer. So you can play like Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color. Um, even some PlayStation 1 games will run on this little device as well, which is which is just so cool. But uh, like, I'll just go in and uh, directory list. So if you look like game, I'm in the Game Boy list and there's 1,414 different. <laughs> like, there's, like there's nothing you, you can want for. If you yeah. can find a game that's not on this system, you've got too like, much time on your hands. I have a question for you though about the uh, going back to the Golden Eye with that with it being an emulator there. Um, like there were certain points within Golden Eye where you had to like do the story and unlock certain maps and stuff like that. Does everything come unlocked, or do you have to play through it, unlock everything, and then it saves? Like so how does that work? You'd have to play through it just like you would play through a norm, like when you when you got it when you were a kid. You'd have to play through and unlock all the levels, but it saves everything just as is. Like you can enter cheat codes and all that stuff. And the interesting thing is, like sometimes you'll find a game and it's like, oh, this game doesn't run perfectly, but the system or this console has six different emulators built in for N64. So if you're like, oh, this game isn't running perfectly, you just go and switch the emulator up, and it runs perfectly. It's it's actually like the most idiot proof thing that I've ever come across in my life. <laughs> I just, uh, I just want to show off like, um, because I'm a big fan of golden nine, I'll show you how much. So like my girlfriend, she got me, if you want to hit that pause screen again, my girlfriend got me the smartwatch and, uh, the watch face I got on it is actually, <gasps> oh no way. Yeah. <laughs> Does it shoot for Lasers? No, I wish it did. Uh, the button where the watch laser laser is is actually um, the flashlight. But uh, I, um, I I found it um, the other night because I've had this watch for about a year. I got it as a birthday gift from Jen, and like it occurred to me, I had like a light bulb go off, and I'm like, I wonder if I could get the golden eye watch face on this. And within two seconds of googling, you I'm got like, it. Why did I think this long? Wait this long <laughs> to get this? That's incredible, Mark. Last time he was on the podcast, we were doing the wrestling podcast, and he was showing off the giant wrestling belt that your girlfriend got you, and like she was embarrassed that she spent that much money on it, right? Yeah, no, this one is a lot more cooler of a thing to brag. I was, was going to say, she's a, more proud about WWE that, too. Wrestling belt, yeah. She has more pride in that watch, too, than the wrestling belt that she got. Yeah, in. yeah. <laughs> okay, so that brings us to the topic. Obviously, we're talking retro games, classics. Uh, first question for the panel here, guys. Um, of all the video games, what is the most replayable of any age that you can... Is it GoldenEye or is it something else? Who's up? All right, Someone? Uh, Pause. Um, Vitiz, are you frozen? What's going on? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was letting Mark talk. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I don't know. So there's a few that no matter how many times I played it, um, 
I will play it all over again and I feel like I'm experiencing it all over again. But those games aren't that old. They're actually relatively recent and I feel like that's just me really appreciating how far video games have gone. And there's actually three. The first one is from the Fallout series. It's New Vegas. Okay. Um, Fallout nice. New Vegas is a freak show of a video game. No matter how many times I played it, I am still discovering new things. That's how many different paths and how many different things they held in this game. They hid in this game. And you can finish the story of the game in maybe, I don't know, 10 or 15 different ways. As far as I know off the top of my head, um, the other two are more like, um, you know, those kinds of movies that you never get tired of watching, no matter how many times you've seen them, you could just pop them on and yep. sit back and enjoy them all the time. Uh, those two are Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. Just the story, not the online part. I think the story is good enough to be a movie. The other one, another Rockstar game, which also could have been a movie, is the second Red Dead Redemption. Uh, dude, I was just going to say, if they could come out with a Hollywood release of Red Dead Redemption 2 and not change anything, just literally yeah. stick to that story, it would be a massive success. It would be the best cowboy movie you've seen in years. It's probably one of the... It's probably the game that I played that made me feel something the most as far as a story. I felt emotional just, about the story. I know. And not just that, but you li it's one of those games where like you literally feel like it's not just like, you know, computerized characters walking around. It feels like it's living yeah. and breathing. People are walking around, talking, uh, getting into arguments, having casual conversations. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the world I, was just incredibly designed. I I don't know if it's the best, my favorite video game of all time, but it's probably one of the best video games I've ever played. Yeah. And I just talking about it right now, after this is done, I'll probably play it again. Yeah. I, the only problem that I have is that when I was on PlayStation, all my Ubisoft games uh, came with me because I had the Ubisoft account. So when I came to PC gaming, I got all those games. But Rockstar doesn't work the same way. Even though I bought Red Dead Redemption on the PlayStation it doesn't, I don't have an account and it won't come to the PC. So I don't have it right now, but I've been like thirsting to go and, but I'm like not going to spend 60 bucks on a game, right? Well, um, with Grand Theft Auto 5. That I've already I, finished, you know. Which I, which I still love. I'm, it's one of the few games I bought twice because it's cross-generation. It was on Xbox. It was on the Xbox gener 360 generation of consoles. Then it was on Xbox One. And now it's about to be on the next Xbox after that. But mm -hmm. I just wanted to see what they did with the Xbox One version. And I played the whole game in first person, which was different. But I don't know. I felt that was worth a second go at it. And I don't regret buying it a second time. Matt Fatiz, over to you. Um, Honestly... I would say if we're going newer, I thought we were going to say like retro games to replay. Either one. Newer games, man, I got to say uh, Last of Us has replayability just because I think that story is so powerful, kind of touching on the same points that you guys touched on with, with Red Dead. Yeah. Last of Us, the story is just so powerful. I think it's my favorite story amongst any uh, video game, movie, TV show. It's It's my personal favorite story. Uh, so like I can just, it's like watching a movie that you love over and over again. Right. Yeah. So yeah. That one. And then I think, uh, just go into those games that kind of are different every time you play them, uh, games like rocket league or counter-strike 
you know. Oh my god, are... my my brother, <laughs> my brother-in-law, both of them, uh, they all play Rocket League, and I, I, sorry, man, I never got the. Never it's got soccer the with cars. What's it's not so much get? fun. Yeah, I know, it's but so like, do you want to buy a thousand-dollar graphics card for soccer with cars, yeah. or do you want to, <laughs> you know? Like... <laughs> He can hear you chirping him. <laughs> uh, uh, is that Rev? Oh, yeah, because David, yeah, my brother-in-law lives upstairs with Rev. I forgot he lives up there. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. Rev, what about you, man? Most replayable, whether it's classic, more contemporary? I'm playing it right now, man. Any of the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater games. Yeah. Like, just They run so friggin' awesome on this system as well, too. Like... Uh, I think you guys were saying earlier, you know, like it looks even better than it did on PlayStation because I think they're running some kind of like smoothing. Are they up? Yeah, they're upscaling it or something, right? And they just remastered that game as well. Oh, that's yeah, what it is. That's I, what it is then. I, I did play the remastered and I'm sorry. The original still is the best for me. Yeah. Um, really? I don't know. Like I have the same thing. You like they, guys with polygon faces? No, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's the same thing because we were talking before we got on um, with Rev about um, the remastered collection of Crash Bandicoot games, and it just doesn't feel the same, you know? Like, um, Crash Bandicoot, for example, when it first came out, was like so cartoony and ridiculous looking, and then you get this remastered version, and I can literally see the fur on crashes like body moving around and everything looks yeah. i don't know there's just something but about that's the way the game would look if it came out today you know but that's the thing yeah. though because <laughs> it 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 kind of, when you remaster certain games it kind of stomps on the originals like artistic direction yeah because they and they that's... they did that artistry like during with working with the tools that they had at the time and there's something cool about that well, yeah, like the first PlayStation discs, they only had 600 megs on it. And the first N64 cartridges, as the name implies, only had 64 megs. Yeah. Like, like if you think of a N64 cartridge now compared to what we have these days, like what could you put on an N64 cartridge? I could put on maybe five or six photos from my phone on it. And it's yeah. Full. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll submit mine to the panel now. There's a couple... Obviously, everyone submitted more than one because how can you? There's just a whole library, a lifetime of library of games to choose from, right? If I'm going to go retro, uh, like like I'm assuming Rev is Super Mario Brothers three on on there. Oh, I'll get I'll get that fired up in a couple minutes Dude, here. I'm just going. To crash I'm sorry, but like that's one of the best video games, hands down, of all time. The classic Coke of video games. Is that the one where he's got like the raccoon tail? Yeah, you get and yeah. you can get the P wing, and yeah, that's I mean that's beauty. Obviously, Golden Eye. I mentioned that. Um, I like the Aladdin game on Sega Genesis. Did anyone play Aladdin? I played such such a hard game. To well, finish. I finished it twice. <laughs> I loved it. Seventh grade, man. I didn't. I didn't know I was in the presence of a legend. I'm oh, whatever, <laughs> dude. I'm just saying. No, but I had tonsillitis like for for the entire winter. I had got it like twice or maybe three times all through the winter of seventh grade, and all I did was stay at my grandmother's house and uh, and uh, and play Aladdin and crushed it. Aladdin and the Jurassic Park game, if you remember that too, on Genesis. Yep. Yeah. My favorite game on Genesis were all the Sonic games. 
those yeah. and then the uh, NBA and NHL games. Those are my favorite. Genesis online. always had the best sports, right? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, did. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like Sega, Sega across the board up until they got to Dreamcast had some of the best sports games out there. The whole 2K series we know today yeah. is because of what Sega did on Dreamcast. I had a Dreamcast. They were the bomb. <laughs> do you guys do you guys Dreamcast anybody? No, I never had a Dreamcast. I really? think that was one of the few consoles that I didn't have growing up because I always kind of got my uncle's hand-me-downs as a kid. Yeah. So, you know, he went he moved from <laughs> Super Nintendo to Genesis and then went from Genesis to like N64 and I got the Genesis. And then he when he got the, uh, what did he got? I think he went to go and get the PlayStation 2 and gave me his N64. So it was always kind of like he would get one and I would get the, the last gen until... Yeah. I think up until PS2, and then that's when uh, my parents got us our own console. And yeah, it's a version. big day when your parents so invest in a console for you, eh? <laughs> it is, though. It's big. Man, twisted my parents' arm to get me a Sega Genesis. That was impossible back in the day. Mm-hmm. Impossible. I was, I was almost a Dreamcast kid, and I begged my parents for it for years, and then by the time... You got was, one, it was over. No, no, I never ended up getting one, because uh. when I was about to get one, it was over with, and then I wound up with a GameCube which I don't. Oh regret. no. <laughs> really? No, I don't. I, I don't regret it at all. Really? Um, like everybody had fun with their playstations and their Xboxes, but you know what? Um, I had animal crossing. Um, not doing Resident a good e- sell job. Oh yeah. uh, no. Well, I also had like other great games like, yeah. uh, super Mario sunshine. Like some of the newer Mario games are really good. Yeah. Um, if you want, I'll tell, I'll tell you the story later. Or I could tell you right now of, uh, my dad, playing resident evil 4 on it for some reason oh was that like in remember the movie the wizard where he woke up and his dad got super into ninja turtles on the super on the original yeah, nintendo it, it was and he's it like was what kinda, the fuck? it was kind of like that yeah i my my dad comes home one day and he's like he's like um i was at glenn's house my co-workers and i saw his kid playing this game you ever heard of it resident evil 4 and i'm like yeah it looks pretty good and he's like well i bought it can I can I play it with you? And one of my <laughs> biggest bonding experiences with my dad, who spends his day watching HGTV all day long and updating his Facebook about like links he likes, was yeah. shooting zombies in the skull. I don't know why. Dude, but... HGTV would make me want to shoot zombies too if I watched that all day. <laughs> honestly, I, sh- I mean, I mean, HGTV is great. My wife's watching it right now. Property Brothers, honey. Yeah, I'll be up in a minute. Um, yeah i'll be there bachelor's on next speaking uh, of those dreamcast uh rev's got sonic adventure nice up right now so oh that- and so, uh, something just flashed up on the screen like that was that little attachment that the dreamcast used to come with like a little it was like a little mini game they had some they wicked yeah they, they had some crazy attachments you could get a keyboard and a mouse for the sega dreamcast it was wild it, it had a modem in it i played yeah, it was, it online was the first, yeah, it was the first console to have internet yeah, I, I played Unreal Tournament online against people uh, over the modem. Plugged it into the phone jack. It was crazy. Um, you didn't trash talk back then, though, could you? What's that? Could you trash talk back then? Was there, like, I don't, did you have, like, a... Uh, no, I think it was, uh, you, uh, you actually, you could teabag someone. That was when you'd, like, hover over them and squat <laughs> down on them, you know, like, up and down, but that was about it. Yeah, I, I think, uh, if, uh, I could be wrong, but I think Xbox was the first to do, like, live voice chat on it. Headset. yeah 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 i could be wrong about that yeah i think you're right there mark um anyways more contemporary classics that uh of games that uh that i'll pick too um i i always say assassin's creed 4 black flag 
is not only my favorite of the Assassin's Creed series, but also uh, I just love pirates. It's the best pirate video game out there, b- b- bar All none. Right. I'm just gonna say that game was terrible. Yeah, what? I was gonna say I was gonna say like you two, you you love it. And Matt was trashing it earlier, so I'd like to know the difference of opinion here. Yeah, Matt, um, why do you say that? Honestly, I think it's just mostly because I got a few hours into it, and then a few battles in, there was too many battles with the ships and with the cannonballs and out on open water. And that drove me freaking crazy. It got to the point where I'm like, I literally spent an hour just like dying by cannonballs. And I'm like, this game sucks. I threw it out of my PlayStation 3 and I never opened it again. I never put it in ever again. And I was like, not too hurt about it either because I got it for free. I don't know if you remember this, but back then um, I was living in Alberta at the time and Best Buy was doing some sort of promotion where it was like trading an old game and we'll give you one of these three games free. And I literally went to go and buy like a $2 used game that like was in the back shelf. I I bought it. I left the store. I went back in with that $2 game. I took off the little $2 sticker. I'm like, okay, I'd like to trade in this game for Assassin's Creed Black Flag and another game for i think call of duty ghosts both of those games absolutely terrible i never played them out i'll admit call of duty ghosts was terrible too and i got that one at a discount as well but that's my favorite call of duty no (laughs) see see that's how diverse video games can be though right like that's like i i I don't i don't think it's terrible but i think we've all had that video game where we just weren't good at it and just rage quit it and never touched it again yeah i was me with most video games until i became an adult (laughs) (laughs) well i will say you're right man the cannonballs the 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 ship battles in the very beginning getting used to the controls but once you got it, you got it. You just had to like figure it out somehow. And if you don't, I guess that's too bad, man. You're lost. But <laughs> I'm uh, not gonna lie, I was a little bit worried about Valhalla when it came out, just yeah. because there's a lot of like raiding and and ships and all of that. Yeah, there's and not when as I, much ship I, play. I took the chance on it, and what a great game that one is. But yeah. uh, but thankfully, there's no like actual ship battles in that game because it's the yeah. ship battles that made me not want to play black flag yeah because the rest of it is, is pretty awesome um that's what killed the whole franchise for me really <laughs> eh? that's the yeah. whole franchise of I, assassin's creed died I, with black flag word up you up until valhalla i hadn't played a single assassin's creed game wow that's black a lot flag. of titles man <laughs> holy crap a lot of titles <laughs> yeah man they release a new one every year are you kidding me and so here is probably the one game that I will never, ever get enough of. And this involves Rev. He's been awful silent over there. You know, zombies. Yeah, you were just going to say, yeah, Call of Duty, Nazi zombies. And and I mean, like, the first couple of them. Like, the first one, the original Call of Duty zombies off of World at War. And then uh, the one with the unconventional allies. What was, what was it, Rev? I don't remember. There was all these... Theater and they set the traps and like, that's at the uh, theater, the theater level uh, on Black Ops Two, I think it was, and uh, that I mean those two are just incredible. Every time I think of that, I all I hear, all I hear is "Fetch me their souls." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was yeah, the little maniacal laugh, and and I don't know, man. And it wasn't even the full game. That's the funny thing is, it's just one side little bit of a zombie side map of a game to me. Over and over and over and over again. oh man it was repetitive as hell and uh but i mean 
it was like our daily routine. It would be like 4.30, whatever, we're done work, and it would be like over at Rev's place, and we were just killing zombies. And then his now ex would come home, and the dog would <laughs> pee on her as she walked in the door. That's, and we'd laugh and play video games. All right. Dogs are great to this day, too. That's one of her favorite things. Yeah. Jen, I hope you're... No, she's not watching. Oh, all right. Doubt. I mean, I doubt it. I mean, I... <laughs> Even if she is. Hi, Jen. And anyways, um, so over to back to our topic du jour, video games. Uh, what are you playing right now? You just said you finished up Valhalla, right, Matt? Yeah, I just beat Valhalla. I also happened to snag Origins and Odyssey on sale on nice. Steam uh, just because the ending of Valhalla, I'm not going to spoil anything for you because I know you haven't beat it yet, but uh, basically the ending kind of had me a little bit confused so then i was like of course on youtube and looking up reddit articles and and all of that and the explanation of it all was like well okay this is a good ending but now maybe i should go back and play origins and odyssey to fully understand yeah uh the full scope of if it. So only thought, you'd stuck to black flag you would have stuck <laughs> to the franchise and the ending would have made sense then i think what i should have done is hop back on at origins which is where basically the critics are all saying okay, Assassin's Creed is back now. It went away for a little while, but yeah. like this game's actually good. So now I'm going to go back and play those. But then also um, that's kind of, I kind of play my story games whenever my friends aren't online. And now the older I get, the less we are all online together, especially yeah. with work and all that. But uh, still like to play Rocket League. And most recently um, been playing a lot of this game Valorant. So I've been playing a lot of Valorant. And uh, yeah, when my friends aren't on and we're not playing valorant or rocket league uh that's when i'll hop onto my story mode games and so i think i'm gonna work through assassin's creed and uh yeah just nice gonna smash through a couple of those right now i'm waiting for far cry 6 to come out it was supposed to come out before christmas and uh and they postponed it to may allegedly may but they still don't have uh they still don't have a date on this website, so I'm like, oh, God, we're going to have our baby on April the 11th, or at least the due date's April 11th. We don't know when she's coming, but but she's coming, and I'm just like, okay, this this video game I'm playing right now, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, it's probably going to be the last video game I ever play after probably. she arrives. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, at I'm the like, very I'm... least, it's probably going to be the last one that you're able to buy and play, and you'll probably end up beating it in, like, the next year because you'll get like a half an hour in a month yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i'll forget <laughs> the controls is a long game dude i remember yeah. um i had a week off of work when i first bought it i bought it when i took a week off of work and i put 40 hours into it the first week yeah and i'm like I'm not even halfway done this game. Well, Red Dead Redemption <laughs> was the same thing too. Like I remember I was so hard into it and, and my brother-in-law, Matt, uh, he was, he, he has two little girls. Right. And, and he says, Oh yeah, I got Red Dead Redemption too. I'm like, awesome. Well, let, I'll, next time I see, I'll, I'll see how it's going. And I see him the next time. I'm like, Hey man, how'd it go? And he's like, I don't know, man. It, it's been a month. All I've done <laughs> is ride into, into town and get a haircut. And he's like, that's all I've been able to, to accomplish in this damn game. <laughs> Some of these games take forever, man. It's a big commitment, but like there's some kind of weird cerebral payoff with those games that, that keeps you hooked. I'm, I'm still haven't quite put my finger on it yet, but I do love them. I think it is a lot in a lot of cases, the storyline. Uh, Davis over to you, Mark. What's, uh, what, what's, uh, what are you playing and what, what, what are you hoping to play soon? 
So um, I was saying before we got on that um, since March of 2020, I bought so many video games that now I just have this library that's more diverse than I've ever had. So I'm, I, I go through these periods where I pick one game and or I end up kind of bouncing around. What I just ended up finishing was like this, I won't say like a one-stop marathon, but all I was playing was all of the Metal Gear Solid games. Yeah, um, they are so, they are so weird. They are so complicated as far as a story perspective goes, but I find it so fascinating. So I um, I was just about to wrap up Metal Gear Solid Five. I'm also on a real big sports game kick right now. So I've been I got um, NBA Two K Twenty One. I got NHL Twenty One. Um, also, I was on a big kick of um, Telltale Games, which is a choose-your-own-adventure-style game series that um, has Walking Dead um, and a couple other games like uh, Borderlands spinoffs and things like that. But the one thing that I got back into recently, which um, divides a lot of people, was I picked up Animal Crossing again. Did you ever, uh, did you ever get into Animal Crossing? You ever touch that? Is it like Frogger or what is it? <laughs> okay um so animal crossing is this game where you are a human yeah. and you live in a village with a bunch of animals and you build the town you garden you landscape you do odd errands you pay your mortgage and it's that's about it there's no end to this game it never ends it follows a real-time clock um, on certain days, events happen. Like there was like a Christmas event. They have events on Easter, St. Patrick's Day, all this stuff. And do they um, have a pandemic on, in this game? No, they don't. In <laughs> fact, um, when it first came out, fucking which bullshit. Was by pure it's supposed to be realistic. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> well, actually, they, it's funny. One of the things you could buy for your villager is a face mask, and I wore that throughout it. But when it actually came out was March twentieth of last year which is when everybody got into it and we all couldn't see each other and we all couldn't really live a normal life. Yeah. So everybody just got into animal crossing and you could visit each other's towns. You can all hang out. And that's when I got into it. This is also back when, uh, I don't know if you remember this too, but when everything shut down, there was some pretty big outrage over EB games opening. Cause everyone was like, why is EB games open to sell this animal crossing? And why is there a lineup of people that aren't <laughs> social distancing going in there? Like, this isn't essential. What, what are you guys doing? And everyone's like, just buy the game online or whatever. And they there was like the news were interviewing the people lined up outside the EB games and whatnot. And uh, that was like a whole big thing too. And everyone's like, why, why is EB still open if everything else is closed? Like what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Young and Dundas, when the game came out, they were lining from Young and Dundas, like around the block, but I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like um, at first, a lot of people played it because we were new into lockdowns and we had nothing to do. Um, I got out of it for a while and I don't know. Now I just, you know, kind of find peace in it. It's hmm. nice. In this world that we have all around us, in this game, nothing's wrong. I'm on this island. I can go fishing. I could go talk to a talking rhino if I want to. I could well, go. I think. I think that that sure. If escapism is where you're at, I guess it's essential. I guess. I mean, again, you talk about what's essential. If the liquor store is essential, video games should be essential, right? Exactly, and that's what video games have done for me. Like, there's so many nights where um jen will be asleep and i'll just be awake in a video game and like the world is 
shut down around me because it's three in the morning. That's crazy. And I'm like, I'm like, this is where I get to live a normal life. Although I will say when um, the game first came out and I was really bummed about quarantine, I pr- it's one of the first games I pre-ordered in a very long time. And I was telling her all week, oh man, I can't wait to, this. my game's coming out. You know what? Quarantine sucks, but I got this game coming out. And she's like, okay, cool. And like, she's like, I'm sitting next to her on the couch and I'm like, yeah, it gets unlocked in a few minutes. And she's like, oh, I'm so excited for you. And then the game opens up and the first thing she sees is like me talking to fluffy kitty cats. <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, this this was the game you were waiting for as long as you had your pants on i think it's okay it's not that weird freaking jacking it to fluffy kitty cats is that what's happening is that what no no that's uh that's that's a, that's a whole different thing that i'm not into uh over to you rev uh i i don't i don't know are you playing any modern games these days or is it all retro i uh, you know what the modern game that i am playing is uh pga tour 2k 21 i oh yeah you love golf i forgot i mean i know you love golf but golf video games too yeah and i gotta say they they did a fantastic job it it started out like a couple years ago it was the golf club one then the golf club two and then 2k sports was like hey we like what this company's doing so they basically were like we're going to start publishing under you and then um it used to be ea sports back in the day with tiger woods and they just announced a couple of days ago that they're going to bring Tiger Woods back into the fold. And I guess the new game, which is pretty exciting, they're actually going to introduce a wheelchair mode too. Uh, <laughs> is, there, <laughs> is there going to be a Tiger Woods crash simulator as well? <laughs> there might be. There might be. Like, I guess it's fine now that we know he's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great now that he's okay. It's even better. Holy. Even if he died, I still would have liked that joke, just for the record. Oh my god, that was like lying on the train tracks and watching the train comes towards you, and you're like, no. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, so uh big question here. PC versus console. It's obviously PC, right? Oh, here we're we at a we're at a consensus that it's PC, right? No, we're not. <laughs> I just switched to PC. I have a PlayStation 5 controller, but I'm on I'm on computer. Yeah, I got my my PlayStation 4 controller for playing Rocket League on my computer. <laughs> yeah. But I mean like But obviously PC, Sorry, Chris, right? did you see me playing a PlayStation 5 controller on your PC right now? I, yeah, I do, yeah. Oh my god, you're like you're like uh oh, PC or console and you just got this incestuous thing happening right now where Well, it's burning. even weirder cuz it's a Mac. So <laughs> <laughs> It's a three-way, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, PlayStation Five no. controller on a Mac. Yeah, I don't know. Like you know the whole story about GPUs and graphics cards and all that right now. Like I'm not all about that. I'm not all about like yeah. It gets pricey. PC. If you want to really all... go up and upscale your your gaming system, if you really want the frames per second, it gets pricey in a hurry. But that's the thing about like PCs. Like number one, I don't have. $1,500 to drop on a brand new gaming PC. Like I, they don't even come stock like that. There's still mods that you might have to make after that. And not even that when you, um, cause 
when you buy most games on PC, I'd imagine most people use Steam nowadays. Yeah. But you can't even guarantee that it's going to run at the quality you want it. So then you got to go into the graphics settings and you got to like set on like, okay, I guess I can bring the grass down to medium low and not give a shit what the grass looks like. Okay, that's still not working. Okay, I guess the water can look a little less fucking wavy. Like, no, I want, <laughs> I want the game. I want the game that I bought for the thing that it's made for to be ready to go. And I realize that most consoles can't handle even the games that are made for them, but at least they can run it to some degree. Well, so, except for cyberpunk. I, yeah. 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 That's that was uh, a whole other mess, but that's a, that's a whole, I, I get what you're saying, Mark. And that's why I was on PlayStation for so many years. I had the two, I had, the, I had a Sega dreamcast and I was PlayStation two. Then I was PlayStation three and then four, but the, five you it's like what is it 899 or what is it um seven like or something like that i thought it was like it, 550 it, it bucks it depends yeah, on what I'm version you get because they have a version with a disk drive and then they have one which is digital only which is a little bit cheaper which is actually smart if you really think about it like mm-hmm. a lot of console companies are doing that now even the nintendo switch that came out with a light version that you just can't plug into a dock and play on your tv that's clever too um, I don't even know what it goes for. I know that on Facebook Marketplace, I don't know, it goes for anywhere yeah. from thirteen hundred to yeah, seven hundred. Yeah, yeah, so. you're right. It is, yeah, I guess here it's uh, it says three ninety nine US. Really? I think it's five fifty and then six fifty CAD for uh, yeah, okay. for the PlayStation Five. But still, um, that that's just a lot, thing. man. And and when I looked at that cost, I'm like, you know what? I got to get a new computer anyways. I might as well just get one thing. Like that's the, the way only- I looked at it. The only thing I will give PC is the affordability of its games. Mm-hmm. Like console games, brand new, most of the time are $79.99, whether they're good, whether they're bad. Um, Steam games, like Steam has a ridiculous sales. Steam has like a little bit more variability in their prices. Um, but again, I like the security of knowing that this thing that I bought is going to work on this thing I already have. Versus, do I need to get yeah. a new graphics card? I don't need like to that. update not, my BIOS. <laughs> not even, not even just that. My Xbox, we hooked our TV into, and it's also kind of working like an entertainment center now. Nice. So it, I have my cable hooked into it. Yep. I have my YouTube, my Prime, my everything. Yeah. It's, um, but but Matt, you're you're chasing what the frames per second? What do you what do you like the PC for? Do you like? I it? mean, I like. I think that uh, it depends on what you want out of gaming whether you're going for console like mark mentioned um you know if you just want something that is going to work like when my pc was a whole lot older and i wasn't sure if there was a game that was going to run it was a triple a game and i'm like is my graphics card going to run it or not i would go and buy it for playstation because i'd be like you know what i don't have to worry if it's going to chug or not but if there's a game where you kind of want that extra frame per section per second or uh, if especially first-person shooter games, if you're playing a lot of those, which is what I play a lot of, man, nothing beats the keyboard and mouse. Like the pinpoint accuracy of having that mouse yeah. and the extra frames and the 144 hertz monitor with it and all of that, like it actually makes a huge. Like you wouldn't, you think that that would sound ridiculous, right? But it makes a huge difference. And even if you go and plug in like your PlayStation into this 144 hertz monitor that I'm running right now, yeah. If I plug it in and I go and play something as simple as Rocket League, and then I go onto my computer and I play on the same monitor on the same setup, I, I plug in my my controller and I play Rocket League on that, 
uh, on my computer as well. The you notice such a huge difference. The response time of it all, everything. Yeah. The screen, just, the screen makes a huge difference in that. Like the, the like you're saying, 144 hertz monitor. Like that's better than the average TV in terms of refresh rate. Yeah, and. And that's just it, though. Like, if you're, it depends on what. Like I said, it depends on what you want out of gaming. And also, another thing is, I just, I like to play a lot of um, first-person shooter games and competitive games. Mm -hmm. So playing games like Valorant or or Counter Strike, you can't even get those on console, right? Those are strictly PC games. So no, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like what I want out of gaming. I get from the pc but don't get me wrong i still have a playstation 4 i'll probably still get a ps5 somewhere along the line uh probably like i'm not in a hurry to get it when everyone was rushing and getting on the wait list to get a playstation 5 i was like eh i have my my pc right now my yeah. ps4 still works and uh maybe in a year or two Maybe if I don't know, they come out with a Last of Us three. <laughs> more, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, a title, a title like will bring you back exclusives. there, right? Like, yeah, the exclusive titles would bring you back there, right? Absolutely, um, yeah. and especially if they come out with a Last of Us title, which I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to leave it at Last of Us two. But I mean, you never know what's going to happen. The one thing that console has going for it is exactly what Rev is doing right now, though, which is sitting on his couch and playing a game. Yeah, which yeah. is which is as simple as it gets. Yeah. You don't and need a custom racing chair. Like Matt's yeah. got there. <laughs> it's not, not custom, only that. It's stock. Oh, okay. Not only that, because <laughs> it's, it's also a rarity nowadays that you can get a, get a game with split screen multiplayer, but like even classic consoles, like you remember, we all grew up sitting on our couch with like two, yeah. three, four of our friends or cousins or family members or anything. Yeah. And just like talking shit while we play Mario Kart. Like that's one thing that PC will never replace. That's, you know what? That's a, a thousand percent there, Mark. Ooh, that's almost a knockout punch. If not for the fact that I've got a PlayStation five controller on a Mac <laughs> playing PC games on a windows drive. <laughs> I almost want to protest outside your house. For that. Jesus yeah. This abomination. This never is have not been born. right. <laughs> Although, although... I bet he's got a PC mouse on it, too. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I, actually, I have to give a shout-out to uh, Rev's uh, roommate upstairs, David, my brother-in-law. He, uh, I've got two computers now. I have my Mac, but I also have his old gaming computer that he uh, gifted me, God bless him, which is for studio purposes. It's, uh, it's here. It's going to eventually be used as a video logger so that we don't lose... Uh, the the stream in case the stream goes down the, it'll just keep recording so i don't need to think about it um but i also googled the stats on his old gaming computer and i'm like what the fuck did you upgrade to holy shit <laughs> uh i guess he's like oh it's just like uh it's just like a newer generation of the same thing and i was like <laughs> oh okay <laughs> I was like, all right, so I got that beast here. So I'm thinking of switching my gaming over to that now just to, you know, squeeze out a few FPSs, as they say, as they say. Uh, Rev, oh, uh, I'm asking PC or console, but I'm guessing you're going to say RetroCat? Uh, RetroCat, yeah, for sure. <laughs> RetroCat and PS4, for sure, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I got to uh, uh, take this uh, time to show off the little handheld held system as well if we got some we got some time here this Dude, is yeah. so cool oh my god oh yeah rev show your t-shirt off too by the way the you, Mario. You got me. i got that for him in montreal 
It says wait. Oh, I didn't even catch that. I thought it said wild. Wild. (laughs) (laughs) This whole time I thought it said wild. I saw the leaf and I obviously saw the joint, but this whole time I thought it said wild. Now W I I D, like weed, but like the video game, but weed. So okay, so show us show us this thing, devil. Just give me one second here, and I'm going to load up. Uh... So this it's is crazy. The, the one it's you had before. Even... What's that? that was, this is the first one you bought? Yeah, this is the first one I bought. And uh, this one here is, like, it's amazing, especially for, like, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. So mm. I'm playing uh, Crash Bandicoot, the huge advance adventure on Game Boy Advance right now. Mm. Like these games just run so amazing on here. So when you ordered your newer version or your the latest one, Rev, how long did it take from when you clicked for it to show up at your house? Uh, I ordered it on a Thursday and I got it on the Monday. Yeah. Whoa. So they're, like that's the big difference because like they're here in Ontario. They're, yeah, they're here in Ontario. So Grimsby. You're not going to wait like, you know, three or four weeks and like track it. And then and then if it shows up and you're like, this isn't what I ordered. It's it's like I mean everything that I've got from RetroCat, you turn it on and it works. Like I was so amazed when I got the new console, I just I plugged everything in, I plugged the controller ports in, and it just turned it on. It was like everything worked, and I was playing Banjo Kazooie probably within like ninety seconds of turning the system on for the first time. So like crazy. this this uh, Q series as well is so cool because like I said, it runs it runs all these you know everything up to like basically a couple PS one games, but NES, Super Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy games, it it, it, it just runs so many different things, and uh, it lets you save them at like any spot, basically. Oh, so, really? Like, some of the games, yeah. Like, remember, like Moonlight right before Player, the boss, right before you take on the boss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like you you can save it right there, and like you can go through and make sure that you have a whole bunch of lives saved up and everything like that. So That's it's cool. really cool. But one of the really neat things about this thing is that it'll actually hook up to a TV as well. So just bear with me for a second here. No problem. Well, while you're doing that, how many games does that thing have? Over... Uh, this one has. Oh, the small. Yeah. It's got at least five thousand in it. That's nuts. So, like, if you bought all those games at a flea market from oh, that... like a dollar yeah. to five dollars, that's a five-figure dollar amount of games. Oh, yeah. And then where would you store them all? Yeah. 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 That's the other thing. Yeah. Think about how much how much storage space uh, bookshelves you'd need to carry all those. All those games, all those cartridges, everything, right? Uh, Retrocat.ca forward slash Big Chris Live. Chris with a K, B-I-G-K-R-I-S Live. That will get you 10% off one of these devices. They're so glad to have these guys on board with the podcast and uh, Rev, a big part of that, bridging the gap. He's a big fan of their products. He's a big fan of mine and because uh, we're best friends. And, uh, and he just said, Hey, I think you guys need to partner up. And, uh, here we are. This has been awesome having them on board. And, and that uh, took you no time. So you just plug a USB port in there? No. So it's an HDMI. So it's HDMI. Oh. And then it just takes me. And the cool thing about the system is it has a recent run list as well. So it just like, so any of like your favorite games that you're always playing, instead of going through the directory and getting to them, you can just load them right up here. So, like, I can go back to that Crash game I was playing, or maybe I want to play some uh, Mario Kart Super Circuit for nice. uh, Game Boy Advance. Oh, that's a throwback to my grade school times. Yeah. 
And when you had one of those in your pocket, yeah. <laughs> this has been a fun chat, lads. Uh, time to wrap it up, though. Uh, thanks to everyone who's been watching this evening via Facebook. We're streaming live on the DeanBlundell.com Twitter and through Big Chris Live on YouTube. So Facebook, YouTube, we're everywhere. And find the podcast in audio after the fact on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks to my guests this evening, the panelists, Matt Vitis, the afternoon show host at Big 101 in Barrie, also the place where I hang my hat doing the morning program uh, with Melanie Martin, and Mark Davis, now with CFRB 1010 in Toronto. Uh, what's the show called again, Mad Dog and... Uh, it's The Rush with Ryan Doyle and Jay Mad Dog Michaels. Right, right. I always forget the rush part. <laughs> it's because it's the <laughs> afternoon, it's like the afternoon drive home rush. Is that why it's called The Rush? Um, yes. Okay, I, cool. I, I don't know that, but I assume so. <laughs> <laughs> and Rev, or Andrew Ravel, if we want to be for formal, but uh, Rev, my uh, best friend for life, and also... Uh, I do too. Yeah, he does radio as well. Yeah, he works for Chorus Radio in Kingston as the creative head. <coughs> so uh, happy to have uh, all three of you guys on the podcast here. And uh, What's that, Rev? This was a blast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, thanks it was, for having me. It well. was a blast, Rev. You played video games the whole time. Exactly. That's why it was a blast for him. He had to do nothing. He's like, yeah, well, I'm playing that game right now. I'm playing uh, Tony Hawk right now. <laughs> Easiest infomercial he's ever game? done. Let me look it up. Did you guys see how quickly I was able to switch between games on that system? We though? did. Like, we did. We did. Oh, man. I owe Rev like an HJ after this for all his fucking plugs for RetroCat. <laughs> that, that's uh, uh, what does that stand for? Uh, a handy um jovial time right yeah that's right totally yeah you've had your vaccine <laughs> right <laughs> uh all right i'll turn my webcam off and leave you two alone no it's fine <laughs> everyone stay in the room uh <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, our panelists uh, for the Gamers Roundtable. I'm sure we'll have another roundtable. I love to tables. I love, I love them, and I love them when they're round. Thanks again, guys. Big Chris Radio on Facebook and, of course, the Big Chris Live podcast, as always, after the fact in all the usual spots. Have a good one, everyone. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice in the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty 
from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.